welcome to the Learn As We Grow podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Ray. I'm a full-time corporate leader, online business owner, and devoted wife and mama. This podcast is for the ambitious woman seeking to grow in all aspects of her life, personally and professionally, but doesn't quite know where to start or where to grow next. Together, we're going to deep dive into everyday stories on how to navigate careers, family life, and the messy middle. Because wearing all the hats can feel like a struggle at times. And I'm here to remind you that you are not alone in that struggle. We are in this together, girlfriend, and together we will learn as we grow. All right, episode three, going down. Thank you so much for being here today. If you have tuned into our previous episodes, welcome back. Last week, we talked all about lack of motivation, struggling to stay consistent, and I gave a little bit of a perspective on how to build momentum. So if that resonates with you, if that's something that you struggle with, I highly recommend checking out that episode. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome. Thank you for choosing this podcast. Thank you for pushing play. I really do appreciate you being here, and I hope that what we share today and going forward can truly help you grow through whatever it is you're going through right now. Today, we're gonna talk about the topic of sharing teen. Now, this is a new term. It's mostly specific to parents who choose to share their child or children on social media or on the World Wide Web. So if you are not a parent and you choose not to ever become a parent, this topic may not be super specific to you. This may not even interest you. However, I do believe even those who don't have children, but have friends and family members who do have children, I still think this topic is super important to know about. And before I begin, allow me to preface this tiny disclaimer that as I'm sharing my own personal stance on this topic, as I share the factors that my husband and I consider when making this decision with our family, in no way do I intend to come off as if I'm judging or shaming anyone. If you choose to share your child or children on social media in whatever capacity it looks like for you, that's 1000% okay. I have zero opinion, zero judgment towards that. I'm a firm believer in you do you boo and we need to respect one another's decisions because as parents, we're, we're trying to do the best that we can with the with the knowledge and education that we have, right? So. I respect your decision in whatever that looks like for you, and I hope that you respect mine. I also believe that as humans, it's okay to evolve, it's okay to change your mind. So wherever you're at on the spectrum on this decision, also be open to the possibility that it's okay to change your mind. Whether you want to remove the, the possibility of posting about your children on social media, or maybe you're on my side of the spectrum where it's like you're currently not comfortable with it right now, but maybe be open to the future where you might feel more comfortable with it. So like I said, zero judgment, zero shame. I'm really just trying to share my experience, my personal stance on it at this point in time, but also be open to the possibility that things could change. I know for me personally, before I became a mom, I didn't really even think about the idea of sharing teen and the risks of sharing teen, the pros of sharing teen. I had one friend who I knew intentionally chose not to put her children on social media. And at the time when she told me this, I didn't think much of it, honestly. I was just like, oh, that's cool, that's interesting, right? She wasn't really on social media anyway, so I didn't really think much of it. But it wasn't until I became pregnant, and as we neared the end of my pregnancy, my husband and I sat down and I told him, I'm like, look, you know how present I am on social media, you know, I'm really active on 
all the platforms for my business, for his business. But at the same time, like, I don't know if I feel comfortable posting our daughter's pictures on social media. And so we, we sat down and we really talked about the pros and cons and the risks. And at the end of the day, we decided until we felt truly comfortable doing so, we weren't going to do it. And I, that decision has been tough. It's been really tough, especially when you have friends and family members who are not in close proximity, location-wise to you, that don't see your child every day, that would love to watch and witness her growth. It's really hard not to share the photos, the videos, the milestones, all the cute little things and quirks that they do. It's really hard not to share that with them. But again, the risks, the cons, the the possibility of all the scary things out there that could come to fruition if you know that one slight chance it happens to you, that's way scarier and it just outweighed the benefits. So that was really our decision and, and I'll share some of the factors of how we got to that decision, but it really is something to not take lightly. And for those who don't have children, it's so important for you to respect the parent's decision. I can't tell you how many times I've had random strangers come up to me and my daughter and ask to take a picture of her, you know, for whatever reason, maybe she's wearing a cute outfit. Maybe um, when we go to like these vintage car shows, you know, she's all decked out and dolled up and she has her cute little vintage car and you know, they might have the best intentions. So when they ask me, Hey, can I take a picture? Which first of all, thank you for asking and not just assuming you can take a photo. But when I say, yeah, no problem, all I ask is that you don't post it on social media, we keep her off social media, it's amazing how many people don't take the photo. Like, it's almost like they're like, oh, okay, never mind then. And it makes me think like, wait, so you wanted to take a photo of my child and post my child on your social media? Like that to me is just really weird. It's one thing to be like, oh, I really want to like show it to my my girlfriend or my sister. Um, or just have like, I don't know, for yourself because you think it's a cute car or a cute outfit she's wearing, whatever. But it's really weird to like post somebody else's child <laughs> on social media. I just think that's really strange. And maybe it's just because I'm a mom now, but it's amazing to me how many people have come up to me, asked to take her photo. When I say yes, no problem, as long as you don't post on social media, they all of a sudden are like, oh no, that was my whole intention. Like, thanks. Anyway, it's so weird. Um, so it's important to respect the parent's decision. It's important to, um, you know, show respect to that as well, even if you disagree. So there were a handful of factors that we considered when making the decision not to post our daughter's face on social media. And I'll share a handful of them with you today. The typical reasons why parents choose not to post their children on social media are typically because one, your child can't consent to what you post about them up until they're 18. They technically can't consent to the photos, the videos. And once you put it on social media, like it's on there forever, whether you delete it or not, it's stored in the meta cloud. So it's important to be mindful of what you share. For one, it's important to be mindful of what you share even about yourself, but for children specifically, because they can't consent yet, that's typically why a lot of parents choose not to because they want to be able to give their children full autonomy of their life, the evidence of, you know, their growth. So for a lot of parents, that's one of the reasons why they choose not to. It also could ne negatively affect your child's future. So 
of course, like, you know, you we think that the photo of them learning to potty train or, you know, cake in the you know face, we think that's adorable. Everything that our children do are, is adorable. However, once they get older, they become teenagers, they become, you know, adults, they might look back on that going, mom, why'd you post that? Oh, that's so embarrassing. You know, if my friends see that, they're going to totally give me a hard time. So it could negatively impact your children's future in that regard, whether it's shame, embarrassment. Uh, I've heard stories of their peers finding photos and videos of them as little kids and taking those photos and using it against them, bullying them. Um, you know, there are even consequences maybe in the future for future employment, all those things, right? So that's one of the factors that many parents choose not to post photos of their children. Those two weren't the factors that weighed heavily on our decision. Our decision was primarily driven by the motivation of keeping her safe, security. I've heard so many stories of hackers and pedophiles and just sick, sick people out there that can take a child's photo or video off of social media or off the internet and manipulate it in a way that is just mind boggling, right? Um, there are so many stories of children becoming a victim of identity fraud. I never thought that would be the case, but there is a study out there that said that there was more than 1.2 million children that fell victim to identity theft and fraud in one single year. That's insane. And you might ask yourself, well, how is that even possible? Well, posting their photo and potentially posting information like the hospital that they were born at, their height and weight, date of birth, all those things. It's amazing what people can find out and figure out just by having those data points. And even as a parent, you might not even think to post certain things, but when you post the photo of your newborn baby in the hospital bed, possibly with like their identification marker or the little ID card that's on their bassinet, it's amazing what we don't think about when we're just focused on posting the glorious news, the fun announcement, um, and something that can be easily overlooked. And of course, those are the things that those creepers on the internet are looking for. And then of course, there's the more extreme situations, less probable, but the fact that they can still possibly happen still scares the eebie-jeebies out of me. And that's the thought of child abduction, child kidnapping. Um, we don't really think about it, but broadcasting our child's face, their interests, their locations on social media, whether it be their school, um, you know, you don't even realize how even if you have the location enabled on your phone, that can then geotag your photo. So even if it's a photo of just your child playing in the grass and there's no physical location markers actually in the photo, if you have your locations enabled on your phone, the location that geotag is embedded in that, in that photo's data. And now if you post on social media, hackers can then figure out the encryption of that photo and potentially find where you took that photo, like the exact geo marker. Um, that was really scary for me when I was going through my photos on my iPhone and then going back, you know, years and years, almost every single photo that I had taken back in 2018, 2019 had a, a geo marker in it. And I could see exactly the address, the exact place on the map where I took that photo. 
And then even photos and videos that my friends have sent me, my coworkers have sent me, I can see as long as they have the locations enabled on their phone when they took the photo, I can see exactly where they took that photo. So it's not even just your photos, it's if you receive a photo and the location is enabled, you can see where they took that photo. So it's just really scary to think about it. And so I, I remember once Riley was born, I made sure that I turned off locations on my phone entirely so that way none of her photos have any geomarkers embedded in the data. So as a parent, if you're not aware of that, or even just not, not even if you're a parent or not, like if you really wanna be mindful of what you're sharing on social and just being mindful of your own security, make sure that you check that out and decide if you want to keep that enabled or if you wanna disable it. But it's those type of things that you just don't think about when you're so focused on sharing your beautiful photos with your friends and family members, you wanna showcase the amazing things your children are doing, and you don't think about the probability of who else is on the other side of the screen looking at your children and what are the thoughts that they're having? What are, what are their intentions? Especially if you have a public profile like myself, I have a public Facebook page and a public Instagram account because I utilize those platforms to provide online services for my coaching business, my fitness business. And I knew that I did not want to make my account private, but I also knew the risks of showcasing Riley and my future children on the platform. So it's important to be mindful of who has access to what you're sharing. And then even if you do have a private account and you think I'm only showcasing these photos with people I personally know, people get their social media platforms or accounts hacked every single day. So even if you think that they're safe with friends and family members, the probability of your friends or family members account being hacked is still pretty high. And then you don't know what that hacker can access if they're paying attention to your photos, potentially they can take your photo and manipulate it however you want. So I know I'm like spiraling down the rabbit hole of like extreme cases and less probable what's actually going to happen, but the possibility that it's even possible still scares me. Just even the evolution of AI right now, like it's 2023, AI can already do so many incredible but also scary things right now. And it's just going to grow exponentially in the next 10, 20 years. The fact that they can manipulate a photo, manipulate a video is terrifying when it comes to what, what they can do with our, our children, right? The photos and videos of our children. The fact that they can take audio, right? Audio from your video and make it sound like your child speaking is scary. You know, the fact that they can take my, the audio from this podcast even and, and make a video using my voice, but saying something totally different. It's terrifying. So as AI grows, as it evolves, as social media and the platforms that we have access to evolve, we just need to be more diligent and more resilient with the information and the photos and videos that we willingly put out there to showcase. Because once you post a photo or a video on a social media platform on the internet, you lose the rights to that photo and to that video. You don't own it anymore. You don't have full control over it anymore. It's now in the meta cloud for Zuckerberg to do whatever he wants with it. The probability of him actually doing anything with it is pretty low. They technically aren't probably gonna sell your photo or videos to third-party companies, but they could, right? It's important to read the privacy 
you know, agreement and all the things that we probably just scroll all the way down to and agree to for the terms and conditions because that's who honestly reads all that. But the fact is, once you post it, you no longer have full autonomy of the photo. You have no idea who is screenshotting it, who is saving it, what they're doing with it. And that can be really scary as a parent. So those were the factors that really drove us to our decision. And my husband and I decided until we felt comfortable and confident sharing her photos and videos online, we would just ease on the side of caution until then, keep her private and find other ways to share them with friends and family members that we trusted not to share it on social media. And so many people that we love and trust responded so positively to our decision. It's amazing how many people really surprised me with their reaction because it was really hard for me to even decide. And the fact that I had so many friends, so many family members, so many even acquaintances that said, wow, like I really admire that. I respect that. I totally understand blew me away. It was pleasantly surprising. So it doesn't make the decision any easier by any means. Like, trust me, there are so many photos and videos of Riley just doing the cutest things. Of course, as a mother, you think everything is cute, but it's been hard not to share even just the littlest moments and the funniest videos online. But like I said, the, the risks outweigh the benefits right now at this point in time. And I hope that as we talk about this topic more, it can spark more opportunities to have conversations about how to share your child's incredible milestones, incredible accomplishments, but in a safe way, right? I think that there is incredible power in social media. I think it's an incredible tool to connect one another, especially if you have loved ones that don't live near you that can't witness your children growing up every day or as often. I think it's a great way for us to connect, but it's just really important to be mindful of the risks and be more vigilant on how we we show up and share those moments. So I think that it needs to be talked about more. I know for me personally, it's not something that I saw widely talked about online, on social media itself. And I believe that once we are more educated on the topic, we're in a better position to make more well-informed decisions for ourselves, for our family members, and how we show up in the online space. So as I wrap this up, I hope that what I shared today perhaps gave you a different perspective on this topic or perhaps sparked something that you maybe didn't think about prior, but now you're like, hmm, maybe that's something I need to think about. And quite honestly, I don't have all the answers. Like I said, I'm new to this motherhood thing. I'm only 16 months in and I'm learning as I go, just like any parent. So if you have any tips, if you have experienced this and you have some great ideas or if you know of other apps that are safe to use to showcase photos and videos with loved ones, like please DM them to me or tag me on social media. Let me know. You can write a review as well for this podcast and let me know what you think and any suggestions. Your feedback is very important to me. But I think that we as parents, we are the ones that are responsible for the safety and security and the longevity of the next generation. So coming together and sharing our ideas, sharing what works and really just uniting to keep them safe 
is the most important priority. So I'm all ears if you have any tips and tricks. And again, thank you for taking the time to tune in today. Thank you for just pushing play on this episode. And if it resonated with you, and if you think it's important to share, thank you in advance for sharing it on your social, because I think it's important for all parents to understand the power, but then also the risks of social media. So thank you for tuning in today. I do appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope today's episode reminded you that you are not alone and inspired you to take messy action in whatever it is that you are growing through right now. If it did, it would mean so much to me if you would share it on social and tag me so we can personally connect and learn from each other. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, girlfriend, I hope you have an amazing day.